everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. I'm your host, Parker. Uh, we have a very special episode today, and we have a very special crew today with us. Uh, I'm joined, of course, by producer Jenny. Hello, Jenny. Hello. Uh, we have Victoria. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, our dear friend of the show, Cuba. Hi. Welcome back. And then first time guest of the show, Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> So, N- Nikki, you got a lot of nerve thinking you deserve to <laughs> No, we're so happy to have you. Um, we'd like to ask everybody on the first time of the show, uh, what do you like to drink, Nikki? Um, how long you got? Oh, uh, Fair you, enough. I, I found um, after about two hours, people stopped listening to episodes of oh, the okay, podcast. Perfect. So. No, I, I don't really discriminate when it comes to, to spirits or, or any of that. Uh, I prefer gin, though, which is obviously why I'm here. Hey. <laughs> yes, yeah. t- today we are doing uh, an episode in our cocktail series. Yeah. Uh, we did a wonderful old-fashioned episode a, a little while back. It's and a martini episode. And a martini Ooh. episode, yes, which was wonderful. I missed the martini I know. episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Drogo made this uh, uh, espresso martini that was fire. The best Ooh, I've ever amazing. had. What in the heck? Amazing. Uh, but today we're talking about Negronis uh, and the, the cocktail. Um, Jenny, give us a little history about the Negroni. Okay, so... I'll be honest, I well, so my experience with the Negroni is I was a bartender at an Italian restaurant and I didn't understand why people ordered them because I thought they were weird. Um, and over time, I realized that I like them. I maybe tried them at some places that are a little better at making them too. Um, but basically the Negroni is kind of an aperitif. It's like a before dinner drink typically. Of course, I always believe that people can drink anything they want whenever they want. Um, that's kind of my vibe, but, uh, but that's what the point is. Um, so it's an Italian cocktail. It's made with one part each of gin, sweet vermouth and Campari. It's typically garnished with an orange peel. Um, it's considered, like I said, it's a con- considered an aperitif. It has kind of like a bitter flavor by nature. Um, the origin of it is not 100% certain, but like legend says that it was first made in Florence, Italy at a place called Cafe Cassoni. Um, the rumor is somebody who was in the Negroni family um, went in and asked the bartender to make a stronger version of an Americano, which an Americano is Campari, sweet vermouth and soda. OK, so they wanted it stronger. So they were like, hey, put some gin in mm-hmm. this, please. Um, I like that. I like those people. <laughs> it is it is a little insulting that there's so many just drinks called Americanos in Europe, which are just weaker versions <laughs> yeah. of good things. Every, weaker versions yeah. of good things yeah. is exactly what it is. <laughs> Given everything that we did during the war, you'd think that we'd have some strong Where's shit. Where's the gratitude? Yeah. You know? They're so like, was, no, Americans like it was, uh, it was like. <laughs> so I was going to say, where's the lie? That, uh, that's fine. That, that was like 1919, I believe, is what, what, what around the time that that was. They also make fun of us for the strength of our beer and our coffee. Mm. But. Fair. I also think that America has gotten a lot stronger on the coffee front. Yes. Agreed. I drink double espressos almost daily. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's considered American. But that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it should be. We're working on it. So then the other thing is the bartender also began using an orange peel instead of a lemon instead in order to keep Americanos separate from Negronis. That was why it became an orange instead of a lemon. 
Um, then the Negroni family decided to open a distillery and then sell the ready-made version of that drink, which I feel like they're kind of like ahead of their time because now that's a big thing. Yeah. Very ready-made smart drinks. Move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that category has become massive right now. Yeah. Yep. So Orson Welles wrote about the drink in a newspaper. By the way, I got all of this from Wikipedia. Like, don't judge me. We love to see it. Um, <laughs> Orson Welles wrote about this drink in a newspaper. Um, while working in Rome in 1947, he was saying the, the bitters are excellent for your liver. The gin is bad for you. So they balance out. <laughs> True good, words. That's that, how I live my life. <laughs> Why do you think I work out? <laughs> that is a great line. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's go around the table and just see what's everybody's relationship with the Negroni. Uh, Victoria, what are you, uh, what, what's your history with this cocktail? So I am a huge gin fan. Gin is my favorite liquor as far as uh as far as I have been made aware ever since I've been on this show. I've but I'm been, working on it. Yeah, I was going to say my, my horizons have been broadened. But uh, I also am not a huge fan of Campari typically, but I'm a big fan of well-made cocktails. So I, I'll order a Negroni here and there. Um, I haven't had too many of them, though. I am quite excited to try the classic versus, you know, some other other ones we're going to try here today. And how about you, Nikki? What's your um, background with this cocktail? Uh, yeah, I really like Negronis. I think they're really like super rich and complex, and that's something that I appreciate about them. But I think because of that, it's a time and a place thing for me. Mm-hmm. It has yeah. to be kind of the mood. If it's like a really rich dinner, I might not order a Negroni. If I'm having like some light appetizers with friends, it's winter, I might order a Negroni. Oh, that's incredibly smart. I like that. Oh, cool. Cuba. I haven't typically um, had a lot of Negronis. I, I've more leaned towards the Boulevardier front. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we're, we're jumping ahead. But that that has become like my summer whiskey cocktail. Just mm-hmm. I got sick of old fashions, and so I was mm-hmm. trying different stuff. And that balance of of bitter and and sweet, which I feel like matches up well with my personality these days. <laughs> By the way, did you ever think you'd hear those words from from Cuba's mouth? Yeah. Sick of old fashioned. Yeah, <laughs> tired of the old fashioned. It's just a little bit of the same same old. So like this this mm-hmm. um, caught my eye and, and I enjoy them. Now I'm trying to get into gin a little bit more just to broaden my horizons. It's kind of like me in the paper plane. Mm-hmm. Cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for Negronis for me, I really never wrote a Negroni, so I'm very excited about this because I honestly. I'll occasionally get a mezcal Negroni mm. uh, when All I go right. to when I go to Big Star and I want a cool cocktail that's not bourbon. <laughs> My, uh, so for me, for me, when, when I order a Negroni, it's usually like if I got to the restaurant before everybody else did, and I'm grabbing a drink at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like grabbing a Negroni prior to dinner is kind of Ooh, where it belongs. Yeah, I like, like that. before yeah. I have food in front of me. Yeah. Okay. It's because it's a whole meal all in itself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like most of our uh, cocktail episodes, we're going to do kind of the classics and then we're going to branch out from there. Mm-hmm. We're going to so, do some weird stuff. Yeah. But first up, we've got a classic Negroni. Uh, Jenny, tell us what you put in this guy. Yep. So we used the, okay. So we used the Durham gin, which um, friend of the pod, Matt got for us um, when he was in England. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a London dry gin. True. True to what it's supposed to be yeah. with Campari and sweet vermouth. One thing that I think we should do. I brought this bottle of Campari over here to the table. Um, everybody give this a sniff before we taste, because that is like, that gives you an idea of like the, like the aromatic insanity that's about to be in your mouth. <laughs> oh yeah. That is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think I've smelled Campari by, by itself, itself before. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you think when I when I think of Campari, I think first of a Negroni. Well, it's and funny because second it's, of you know, it, it can show up so differently in cocktails. I feel like, yeah. and so it's funny smelling it by itself. It's a little bit lighter than yeah. you think. All right, now we can dive in. 
Getting some Campari on the nose. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm going to guess it's going to be a little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. Shot in the dark. Sweetness there, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vic's happy. It's got that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That, so that, good. that bittersweet that I expect from Cuba. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but you understand how that might do like a good job of settling your stomach before a meal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty bitter, though. Um, it is. It is very bitter. It it starts off that like initial flavor, like on the on the front of your tongue, in front of your palate. As soon as you get a taste, it's like, ooh, it's a little bit sweet. And yeah. then the bitter just sits there. You you know, what's like funny? it owns the place. <laughs> it's not the same taste wise, but in what you were just describing with how it kind of stays, it does remind me of Malort. Yeah. Every time I have it, I, I was oh, just thinking my. of a shot of Malort to cleanse my palate after this. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I've got a bottle right over here. But I'm one of the the weirdos yeah. who actually enjoy oh, that Jesus. sensation. So, I mean, to me, it's kind of like... You're in good right. company here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some um, of us. <laughs> so if, if Malort is a 10 on that scale, what would we say this is relative to that when we're thinking of bitterness? To be fair, too, in future iterations of this, I will put an ice cube in everybody's glass, too, because that will also help uh, open it up a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think, I for people. I just thinking that. Um, I mean, I mixed it with ice, but I think that it needs that while it's in front of us. So future future uh, points will make I, I sure put, to do I that. put a little drippy drop in mine. There you go. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, good. TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. Actually, you know what? With a little bit of water in there, I like it a lot better. Yeah. I think, I think you're I'm right. i get uh, a little this, drippy drip. This on ice would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, like I was saying, this may be a silly question, especially coming from someone who used to be a bartender. <laughs> Are Negronis typically served on ice? Yes. Or are yeah. they okay? Great. They're usually on the rocks. Yeah, <laughs> fabulous. Because that would be silly if not. Well, I think like Manhattans are a little bit silly. I'm like, yeah. just throw it over ice. Yeah. Why mm. just make coward. it colder? <laughs> yeah, coward. Unless, unless you us. are shaking that thing like a proper martini. Yeah, I no, put it on ice. If you invented the Manhattan and want to challenge Vic to a duel, you, you, <laughs> could, you could find her in Logan Square, Chicago. <laughs> High noon. See you there. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this cocktail. Um, there is a place in Chicago that makes fantastic Negronis, but they make their own sweet vermouth, which is why mm. they're so amazing. Oh, wow. RPM Italian makes right. um, that tracks amazing Negronis. Um, I mean, but I haven't, I have, it, I have um, seen when I ordered the Negroni that I got at RPM Italian, the guy next to me ordered it up. Mm. So like mm. I've seen people do that. I don't think it's common though. Some people are into that, and that's that's totally fine with yeah. me. I I have no beef with how people like their cocktails. I like, like my, some people are entitled to their wrong opinion. Some people are opinions. entitled to be wrong. <laughs> that's okay. No, I mean it's the same people that like their martini sh- uh, like stirred rather yeah. than shaken. Shaken is obviously better. I want those good good little ice that's, chips. That's but not remotely true. You're, <laughs> but you're entitled to your own wrong opinion, you're so, Parker. You're so wrong. No, <laughs> anyway, the the water re- did really help in this though. It really opened you're, it up. I'm sure you're talking about a vodka martini again. Ew. Oh, disgusting. So. You know, I'm never talking <laughs> about a vodka martini. <laughs> I'll drink to that. If it's vodka, it's not a martini. It's, yes, thank you. If it's, it's just, a, it's just a martini. It's got gin in it. Just a martini. I'm going to die in this hill, Jenny. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. So, so next up, let's move on to the next one. We've got uh, Nikki's Summer Negroni. I uh, am happy to announce we've got ice in the things now. Go, good job, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Go team ice. <laughs> Uh, what's everybody getting initial impression on here? So did we explain that, that what the difference is in this one? I did not. Let's let <laughs> Nikki introduce her summer Negroni. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, it's the same recipe, the same base recipe as the traditional Negroni. The only difference is you add a quarter 
ounce of elderflower liqueur and that's going to give it a little bit more brightness it adds to that complexity where there's already that sweetness kind of lurking underneath Mm -hmm. but this is like a more um, pedestrian version like it's a little bit easier to approach if the negroni is a little bit intimidating to you this is going to soften the blow so to speak and it's nice to just it's a patio sipper oh love that i also got me um And also we use lemon peel instead of orange um, on this one. Um, I'll also say one thing that I do to soften the Negroni is just use a little bit less Campari Mm -hmm. than the other two ingredients. Like that alone kind of makes it It more approachable. Um, And also we are using a different gin on this one. This is a Maplewood distillery here in Chicago. They're Brewer's Gin. Mm, All right. Yeah. Yeah, The lemon on the glass I'm enjoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh, that's delightful. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right? Sign me up. Yeah. This Where, is, this where's is, the nearest patio right now? No, I feel like this is the brunch version of the first one. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I love drink, that. I could drink this on a patio. Exactly. Yeah. I could drink this on a patio with brunch. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. Yeah. Not super heavy brunch, though, as we said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need light. Light food, light <gasps> snacks. I came up with it. I'm oh, ready. my gosh. I'm <laughs> already ready. It's on. Okay, since we're talking about brunch... Um, in case you guys didn't know, I usually like I used to be a pastry chef, so I like Ooh. to do like a pairing. Um, We're, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a soundboard entr- like entrance for you, so that oh. when you're doing a pairing, it's like. Vix, blah, blah. I don't know what the name, I don't oh, know what the name, of, I don't know what the I name of it is yet, but we're gonna do it. Amazing. I love it. Um, but since we're talking about brunch, I I want to do one of two things. I either want like a lemon curd french toast <sighs> now that's a little on the heavier side that's but not like but, but yum yeah. <laughs> but yum um otherwise i want to do like crepes with uh oh gosh i can't think of the name of the uh gooseberries yeah. chantilly cream i want to do, do i want to do crepes with like a very very light chantilly cream kind of rolled up and then you top it with powdered sugar and lemon as well. That sounds amazing. Porque no los dos. I'm seriously. <laughs> All of the above. Seriously. Sign me up. A, uh, uh, yeah, no, another one. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys have ever had Dutch babies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are hard to make. They're not bad. Hard my, to catch. My, she, no, was, not the, she was, the, the a, she the was a pastry chef. I know. That's so impressive. No, but it's my mom. My mom used to make them oh, like, cool. growing up. This is our, like, every Christmas morning oh, we have. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, but Dutch babies. Ah, Again, with the powdered go. sugar yeah, and the yeah, lemon. Yeah, yeah. Delicious. I've always heard that about Dutch babies. They're delicious. Dutch babies. They're yummy. Oh, man. You put lemon in anything, too, and I'm sold. Like Kuba said, hard to catch. I know what you're going They fry up nice. The most dangerous game. Quick. The Dutch care for their children. They know. Got tight grips. Oh my god! <laughs> this well, is this is really right. yeah, really nice. <laughs> refreshing. Just to get us back on track for the eating cocktail. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Eating dumb babies. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to derail us. So, <laughs> so we're here on Chai's. Call, call me Mrs. Lovett. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, for the record, we do not advocate the eating children <laughs> here at Tri Spirits, guys. Anything you heard or took it like that was actually uh, in jest or a parody, or you were just mistaken. So Don't you love inviting us here, Parker? <laughs> okay. Okay. This can't be used as evidence. Right? <laughs> <laughs> admissible in court? Yeah. No, that bloody knife in your hand, though. <laughs> I can't speak to that. But very refreshing, I agree. Uh, it's delicious. <laughs> it's really great. That elderflower really cuts the bitter of the last one. Yeah. And uh, I feel like... Um, 
I prefer this to the previous one. Oh, all right. Personally. You know what? I do too, without a yeah. doubt. I I have no shame in saying Campari is a little intense. So. Yeah. I'm also not the biggest fan of London dry gins. Uh-huh. I prefer what? American gins usually. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like there's more, there's more, um, there's less of the, like that juniper kick in the face is just like a little bit much for me. Mm-hmm. So I just prefer, I just tend to prefer like the more citrus forward or, um, I don't know, less juniper Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I like feeling like I just ingested Christmas itself. That's like, oh, okay. So London yeah. dry. Yeah. <laughs> Big that's, London that's my dry vibe. for you. No, I love that. I love that. Cool. Very cool. So we have a, a few more interesting takes on this drink that we're going to make. But first, we're going to take another quick break. And we're back. We got, we got some more cocktails in front of us, gang. So this one is the Boulevardier. Ooh. Now, Jenny, tell us a little bit about this and how it's different than Negroni. Um, bourbon instead of gin. Literally the only difference. So still an orange peel, still Campari, still all equal parts. Um, just uh, switching bourbon in. And we're going to taste this and I'll, you know, this is just a suggestion for the future, but I don't want to mm-hmm. forget to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I ever had a Boulevardier, it was a smoked cocktail. Like I had it as a smoked cocktail. Oh. And I like... Keep that in mind as you're tasting it because I really enjoyed a Boulevardier smoked. Mm. Very cool. Sounds incredible. I'm already in. All right, guys. What, what do you guys get on the nose in this guy that's different? Hmm. I feel like the sweetness is more pronounced, pronounced. here. Like with the with the last one, that elderflower liqueur brought forward more herbaceousness mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. more citrus. And this gets mm-hmm. that bourbon kind of caramel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more sweetness for sure. Yeah, it's less floral. It kind of smells like a Manhattan to me. Mm. Which makes sense because it's, yeah. it's two of the three. Of the things, yeah. yeah, two of the <laughs> yeah. three ingredients. Yeah, it kind of feels like the Negronis, like the regular Negronis, like drunk uncle. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, Jenny. What bourbon are you put in here? Um, this is the. Um, you might have to help me with this. New Riff Yellow Leaming. Oh yeah, so we special a, edition. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes in around hundred proof. Mm. It is a hundred proof, so yeah. it is a little higher than most mm-hmm. gins. Yeah, but we felt like that's kind of what a bourbon drinker would want is mm-hmm. a bourbon where the flavor comes through a little. Oh bit. yeah, yeah, because I definitely get the bourbon on the palate, mm-hmm. and I'm not mad about it. But I like bourbon. It is kind of weird tasting five different versions of Negronis because it's like bitter and then bitter and then bitter. Right. But <laughs> but this one is a little bit different, and I definitely get some of the bourbon notes on this one. Um, I, I also I'm with Cuba that I just like Boulevardiers in general. Yeah. So, you know, I'm I'm not upset about this at all. I feel like the flavors that you get, you know, on the front end, like I said, <clears throat> like I said, with the classic, you know, you get that sweet on the front end and then the uh, bitter sits on your tongue. But this one, I feel like the beginning, like flavors that you're getting s- sit a little bit longer. Yeah. And the bitter comes really far after rather than you know, immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It always surprises me how sweet I feel like Boulevardiers are. comparatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the Campari notes are almost in the background yeah. instead of being like right in the front, which is hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like about it is that it, yeah. it's subdued, but it still feels a little classy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also think about this being smoked. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 10 cocktail. out of 10. Oh, I'm yeah. so good. I was on a cruise ship with my mom and I just wanted, it was like, I didn't even know what a Boulevardier was at the time. And they did the whole version with like the bell jar where they light rosemary yeah. oh, on yeah. fire inside of the glass. Ooh, so it's like kind of a show too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, I have learned to like, I feel like the Boulevardier has become more popular and it's on more menus now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'm happy about that. So am I. Yeah, I don't can't remember the last time I had one of these actually. Mm-hmm. I don't typically order these, but uh, I enjoy it. I agree that the uh, the sweetness kind of of the bourbon kind of comes through. Yeah, it really kind of cuts the bitter. The, the first Negroni we had, I thought was a little bitter for my taste. Yeah. This this not so. This is. Uh, I completely agree. A little better balanced, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I, now I really want to try the smoked. Uh, we can do that. It's impossible. We can make that actually, actually, I'm sorry. It's impossible. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> Not on this podcast. It doesn't today. have to be now. <laughs> I just want to know it's possible. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> well, the next one I think Parker is going to be especially excited about. But we should take our time and drink these. And and uh, you said we should chug them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we should take our. Well, I don't. You can chug them if you want. I don't care if you chug them. But we need to make sure we we wash our glasses out nicely before the next oh, yeah. one. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I am really excited for the next one because it's got that natural smoke. Mm. A little sneak peek. Oh, yeah. But you're right, though. I am excited for the next one up, which is the Mezcal Negroni. Um, Have you guys been drinking much Mezcal lately? Yeah, Parker. (laughs) (laughs) You keep twisting my arm. (laughs) It's pretty good stuff. Buying me Mezcal, bringing me on podcasts with Mezcal. I, this might sound like complaining, but I'm really not What's a person to really do? <laughs> that you've been bringing me places and having me try Mezcal. And I'm like really opening my mind to it. And yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for you. This is great. <laughs> Thanks, Parker. Yeah, I also feel like I only drink Mezcal on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's either on this podcast or with Parker. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not typically going to. One uh, of the conditions has to be true. <laughs> one of the, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Nikki, what do you do for a living? <laughs> Can you tell I work in software? <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. You're... I was about to say, I felt like that came came from somewhere. Like, it, it was way too natural for you. <laughs> if and. <laughs> You're a smoky gal, though. You, you yeah, like I, I, dig, I, I dig mezcal. It's just, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like I don't really see it super often in cocktail bars. Or at least I feel like a lot of people aren't doing a lot of stuff with mezcal mm. no or i mean just, like, i feel like it's the I'm same going. i feel like it's the same reason you don't see scotch everywhere yeah. because unless you already like scotch yeah. people aren't typically going out and being like yeah. ah, yes a really intense flavor that i'm only partially fond of i will take a bunch people are afraid of the smoke yes yeah i also do happen to like scotch and i happen to like the peatier things so, which tracks from the everything about that? Me, I like, I like peat smoke. Yeah, but a little like. Oh man, I have a uh, single malt American whiskey for you to try after this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I think you'll enjoy then. Sign it's me from, up from the wildfires. Yeah, basically, yeah. Too soon. It's just always happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Look, I'm from California. They are really always happening. Just always. I like that it's okay. two half drinks in and it's off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, usually this is like the second late second half of the second episode we do. Darling, I'm pretty sure you got halfway through the first Negroni. <laughs> it's like, what is the wildest thing I can say right now? <laughs> All right, so next up we've got this mezcal Negroni. I used uh, Los Vecinos Espanin mezcal instead of gin. Um, very solid mezcal. We've done an episode on them, I believe. Um, oh, we definitely did. I don't know how you wouldn't remember that. That was your favorite one. <laughs> you know, I love, I mean, they're Tobola. I, I still am in love with it. It's so good. But uh, is anybody getting something different on the nose here on this mezcal one? 
Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, I get oh. that smoke immediately. That's so good. <laughs> dramatic. So Los Vecinos, okay. so I would say their Espanine is, is definitely on the smokier end of the spectrum for Mezcal. Some, not all as Mezcals are super smoky, but this is definitely on that smokier side of the... I agree. Um, you know how we were looking at that uh, that tasting wheel that you were like, I know it's really funky because it's Mezcal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super different. There's some weird things on here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I prefaced that so that this wouldn't sound like it's too far out of left field. <laughs> uh, it smells like glue. <laughs> <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> now, now, Cuba snipped a lot of glue in his day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he has a lot to say about this. This is uh, Elmer's uh, 2006 <laughs> vintage. Um, that was when they used real horse. Yeah. That's when they used real horse. Yeah. Hey, Specifically I, the wood glue. Just, mm-hmm. just I, the wood. See, I was going to say something more like a like a really intense, the kind of glue that on the on the container it says, like, make sure you use well-fanily. <laughs> yeah, right. But just, it's it's not bad. It just, like that Workman's was the glue. first thing I smelled. And I know that seems odd, but. Like Seabiscuit after a, after a bad <laughs> that, step. That is so funny because to me, it just smells like I smell this and I think of like bonfires in October. Mm. Oh, totally. Oh, and it, it's I get that so as well. Good. It sounds like something you like though. Oh, the way oh you said yeah. That. yeah. 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 Like yeah. in the most positive way. Yeah. Of course. It smells like oiled leather to me. Mm. Like a, like a baseball. Like a he mitt. also means that in a positive way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I get that. That's what I think. So like we have a tequila tasting wheel. We don't really yeah. have one for Mezcal specifically. Oh, it was tequila. Okay. But the tequila tasting that's wheel same. that we have it works. It works. has the weirdest shit on it and it's none of it none of it is meant to be a bad thing because yeah. no. it's just notes of things it's yeah. th- and a lot of times it's what you're smelling it's not what you're tasting right, and it's right. not the only thing you're tasting of so course. like it's okay and, to have weird shit to, and, and as just, a just tasting a, note just a comment on Cuba's tasting note there of uh, like an, <laughs> an oiled baseball mitt <laughs> listen buddy we can make you drinks we can do that for you I can't make dad come back <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think <laughs> I drink? That was so good. Man, I didn't smells, know if I could make like that smells like being in the joke. backyard and hoping. <laughs> it's just a little light dysfunctional family. <laughs> Listen, he's going to get the, he's going to find those cigarettes. Those I was right just going to say, it smells like, yeah, it smells like he left for cigarettes, yep. I think. Yep. <laughs> it smells like cigarettes for sure. Pack of Marlboro Reds. Oh, man. Be right back, son. Oh. You like that? Oh, I like this. Um, yeah. Pretty into that. All right. Once again, That's the, me- right the there, Mezcal boom. is up front. And the Campari is like second fiddle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mezcal is such a strong flavor that that it really knocks the Campari out of place. I think Vic is awake now. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> um, that's delicious. It's, I have never thought to do this as a substitute for gin in a Negroni, and it's. I'm mad that I haven't done this sooner. It's really, really good. I love this cocktail. Oh, it's really good. Um, I'm going to pass a lemon peel around in case, or an, an orange peel around in case anybody wants to add more to their. Let's try it out. Since it's our. I do. This this does also help me understand what you were talking about with like the smoked mm. Boulevardier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's how that would mix with like the Campari. Works so good. Yeah. Really nicely. Yeah. Mezcal and orange is a good combo anyway. Yeah. I, uh, I learned that from a Mezcal taster at a. An event once that is like, oh, it's a perfect follow-up, which John used when we did our uh, one of our other episodes where he brought a bunch of uh, sliced orange and tajin. Oh my Ooh. god! And it was wait, it, that sounds the great. weirdest thing because it was a palate cleanser. Mm. I mean, you take a bite and you're like, well, now I'm ready for the next one. Yeah, it's a it great. Leaves nothing in your mouth. But it's a great follow to mezcal. And yes. actually, when, it, when you do a mezcal oh. poloma, which everyone should be doing, yes. um, a slice of orange in there is just perfect. Wow, mm-hmm. this yeah. is. I'm actually shocked. It it cuts the bitter. 
It's almost better than the bourbon. This is what I want at brunch if I'm going to a Mexican restaurant for brunch. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know what's what's funny too for as intense as that smell can be, as smoky as that initial mezcal Mm. smell can be, I feel like for people who might be like just starting their journey with mezcal, Mm. that's this cocktail specifically is really not super. Yeah, strong. It doesn't like I punch you in the agree. face. It's very easy to get into. No, like, that's why I you like can it identify so it. But yeah. it's not. It's not mm-hmm. too much. It's not the only thing in the drink, and you can tell. And there are other mezcals that are even lighter than this that you could put. Like Bonhez is what I always tell people is a good entry level. Mm-hmm. It's because it's a lot less on the smoke. This is not like crazy, crazy smoky, but it's definitely on the smokier side. Mm. But yeah, there are other like entry level mezcals that are even lighter to get you into this. But uh, yeah, this, this oh, is awesome. This drink's awesome. This is going to be a total cop out for my. Uh, my Vicks pastry corner, but um, flan, like flan, like just <laughs> regular flan, just like a regular flan. You said, waiting for more. I have you no further comments. <laughs> no further comments, just flan. <laughs> well, you said the Mexican like brunch, and I'm like, ah, shoot, and finish it off with flan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, now, Vic, before we get into our, uh, our fifth and final yeah. Negroni, can you tell us a little bit about your new podcast that you're working on? Ooh. Well, shoot. Um, it hasn't quite been started yet, but... Are you talking about the one with Allie? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. Uh, Let's do another one. I don't know. No, sh- that's separate and different, and that's just for me to know about. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Well, yeah, so, we didn't even know that was a thing, so... Exactly. Yep. Now well, we're here to pry. But, I knew it. <laughs> uh, so Allie and I are both flight attendants, as I'm sure most of the people that listen to this know, or if you just know us, um, but I think we're going to start one called The Layover Lounge, and Ooh. we'll be discussing, you know, without... Without using names, companies, et cetera, et cetera, just the experiences of working for an airline, flying on airlines. You know, we're going to have a bunch of different guests. If you've got a cool airline story, scary airline story, bad airline story, we want to hear it all. Will there be drama? Oh, please. I (laughs) mean, that's my whole job. I want all the tea. (laughs) We've got a great flight story. The tea is hot. As they say, coffee, tea, or me? yeah, just <laughs> that's 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 a running joke in like the um, in the flight attendant world. It's, oh, your options are coffee, tea, or me. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, that was yeah, as deep of a cut as it was. Different airlines. I know. <laughs> what are ways that I get slapped? On, yeah, they're just my, throwing bags my... of peanuts at us. I'm like, oh, all right. I mean, just recently, I had to kick someone off a flight. So Whoa! In, in midair. About it. <laughs> no, thankfully, yeah, just kicked. Him, opened the door, kicked him right out. <laughs> Um, did you yell this is Sparta when you kicked him? Oh, <laughs> you caught me. I did do <laughs> that. Like, I did do that. This sounds like a podcast everyone needs to tune into. Yeah. Thank you. What was I the name agree. one more time? Layover Lounge. Fantastic. Ooh, great name. Find it on uh, many places, probably Apple, Spotify, all the stuff. Probably, probably all the stuff. Probably uh, in the near future. So check that out. Hey, thanks, Parker. Yeah, sure. We're, hey, we're all about, uh, you know, sharing the love here on Trust Spirits, guys. Gotta share love. Um, very cool. So the last one we've got up, do we still need to make? Is that a- We still need to make it. Oh, good. I'm still drinking this one. I'm really enjoying this Mezcal one. Yeah, she's going slow. So let's take a break. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. We've got the uh, Tequila Negroni next up. Or the Tigroni. Do they actually call it Tigroni. On Wikipedia, they did. Yeesh. Okay, they need to come up with a better name for that. Let's workshop that. Um, I think there was one that was, like, similar that was, like, uh, it was agave, like, uh... A gavroni or something like that, but I think that's worse. That, that is worse, yes. A gavroni. That's why I went is with tigroni. Like I mean, if you want to just call it a tequila gr- negroni, I'm okay just with that. Just call it el tigre. 
That's so much better. Yeah. So much better. Nailed it. Hell yeah. Shit. (laughs) The crowd is going wild. I mean, weird that you brought all those people here. They love love you. I was confused when she had 20 people in her entourage. Now it tracks. We were kind of looking at them going, you know what? I'm going to let her have it. I I needed the serotonin boost for the weekend. (laughs) So what do you guys get in the nose on this one? Significantly less smoke to me than the previous one. Yes, yes, yes. I definitely, I mean, I smell the tequila. What was mm. the tequila we used for this? Espalone. All right. Mm-hmm. Classic. Common, common cocktail tequila. Recently featured on our value tequila episode. It is. Mm. Recently featured what was that in like, like my stomach <laughs> at my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> was that, what was that, like 25 bucks or something like that? I have between 25 and 30, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. very doable. Mm. I'm ready. Mm. Yeah, what's everybody getting on the palate there? That's oh, wild. Yeah. That is. That's pretty nice. Is it weird that I kind of went lime with this one? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think that I think you need lime yeah. with this. I feel like it is missing a little bit of something for me. Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest. Sorry, I know that's a hot take. Vic is no, not happy no, with this. no. I'm making this face because I'm not. Tequila is fine. It's not my favorite thing to make cocktails or anything with, well, but this is delicious. It's kind of like the Mezcal one without the smoke. I mean, I think that's yeah. kind of self-explanatory like somewhat, yeah. but it, make, <laughs> it makes sense, but it's true um, now that I've tasted it. Um, I feel like, but I do feel like, um, I understand where you're coming from that it sound, it feels like it's missing yeah. something. Um but I feel like if we it had a lime with it, which is so weird for a Negroni, but it just seems like it would work somehow. Yeah. Even just even just like a drop or two of fresh lime juice. I don't even think we need, you know, I the agree. whole squeezed lime in there or anything like that. Just a drop or two of yeah. lime juice would elevate the crap out of this. The tequila mm-hmm. taste really comes through on this for me. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's very strong comparatively. The, the mezcal, although it was smokier, the flavor in the actual drink seemed a little bit more muted throughout, like when you're actually yeah, tasting yeah. it. This it's, is sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm getting some of that citrus coming through. What if this had salt on the rim? Interesting. Don't tempt me with a good time. Not the whole rim, like half a rim. Just half, like, I'll take half a rim. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Wait for someone to I make that it, joke. I teed him up for it. <laughs> it's fine. Nice. Maybe He's, a little tahine on this one, by the way. Ooh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. One of those tahine dipped orange slices that oh my yeah. that John now, gave now us. We're fucking talking. Well, it it seems like I want to make this into a margarita, right? Like I I want to take this exact thing, add a tiny bit of triple okay. sec, add uh, a little bit of fresh lime juice, throw a tahine rim on it, and make it a weird so, weird margarita. So I kind of think that it should be it should start out as a margarita, and then you add some of the Negroni elements into it on a yeah. smaller scale. Yes. I think that's what I think that's what would make that hint really of Negroni. Good. Yes, shocking that that's I'm, like a I'm Negroni really flavored margarita this. almost, where yeah. it's like it has the flavoring, but it's not. That's not yeah. all. Of, all that's there. It's not the whole thing. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked with how well this pairs together. I I yeah. really it's fun did to not try have something weird sometimes. You know. <laughs> well, let's go around the table. What was everybody's favorite? And let's start with Cuba. Um, I'm. As someone who loves a Boulevardier, I'm, I, I don't know. I think I still have to give it to the Mezcal. Um, that was just a really interesting take on this on this cocktail. 
and that bit of smokiness works really well with the with the bitter but the summer negroni is delicious too it's uh, this is tough there's there's a lot of great stuff here but i think at the end of the day it's the mezcal it's the mezcal for me right i know, I know that was tough for you and i applaud you for your bravery <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah. i'm really really proud uh nikki what was your favorite yeah i i think the the mezcal Negroni takes it for me. Wow. Yeah, I'm a smoky, I'm pick, a smoky bitch. Yeah. She didn't even <laughs> pick her own. Yeah, no, no Nikki's Negroni. I, I like the I like the mezcal. All right, Jenny, what do you think? So for me, this is the, what's tough in making this decision, I think, is I feel like these have different purposes. Mm. So it's like I want this one in this situation. I want this one in this situation. Right. Mm. That being said, I do think that I like the Boulevardier the best. Okay. Okay. Uh, Vic, what do you think? You know what? It's going to be the Tigroni. Oh. Whoa. This, look, this tequila is really doing it for me. I, <laughs> I have not stopped thinking about making this Tigroni margarita that I'm <laughs> certainly going to be making. Soon. Yeah. We can workshop it. I, want, I would like to I work with you on this project. Yeah, it for sure. <laughs> Yeah, you were definitely lit up when you tasted that one. You're like, oh, absolutely. I'm just, I'm, I, I mostly am shocked because you wouldn't catch me choosing the tequila version of anything, especially when gin is in there. Uh-huh. This just works so well. Very nice. And uh, for me, I got to agree with uh, Cuba and Nikki that the mezcal was my favorite. Yeah, that makes sense. Slaps. Yeah. I've, I've loved mm-hmm. that cocktail for a long time and that it does in fact slap, as the kids say. Yeah. Yeah. It does slap. Mm-hmm. Did you say that, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> <laughs> And now, is, is it still on fleek? Is that is on <laughs> no, fleek? no, that's no. very old now. You missed oh, the boat on that one. Um, yeah. um, I think that, um, yeah, my take was so mid there. I'm sorry. <laughs> to be that fair, was a good way to that in, though. after tasting five Negronis, though, I'm really excited to drink like anything else. <laughs> Honestly, same. I agree with there. Respect to Negronis, <laughs> can't, but can't wait yeah. to not have Campari for like a week. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is so interesting that it, I mean, this. Cocktail is literally about balance, right? It's three ingredients in mm-hmm. uh, equal equal proportion, and sure you can you can tweak uh, the proportion of those a little bit to to pronounce something something new. But it did feel like drinking five different cocktails at once. I mean, they all yeah, had really that did. bitter backbone, but it was interesting how like the summer Negroni really brought out the citrus and herbaceousness. The mezcal brings that smokiness forward. The Boulevardier is really sweet. Um, Tigroni, entirely different beast. Yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting how, how it can evolve and adapt. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost hard to believe that it would adapt that much because mm-hmm. of the str- like how strong of a flavor Campari brings. Absolutely. Um, so it's really interesting. There's also many more versions of this this cocktail. There's a white Negroni that where you use Lillette Blanc. I saw that. That um, looks really interesting. And those are the ones that I've had at bars have been very delicious, but okay. we did not we were not set up to eat make that one tonight unfortunately um but yeah like i mean i think that there's no reason why you can't like mess around with this cocktail to make it work for you feels like a very versatile base yeah around with which is shocking yeah really not something i thought we'd say by the end <laughs> goes of goes to episode. show what different spirits can bring out of the same ingredients though mm-hmm. it's really interesting that's magical mm-hmm. love to see it and uh so jenny we do have a, a mailbag question we do mm-hmm. oh, i didn't boy. i did not know that yeah i like to surprise you with them sometimes oh that's that's very nice <laughs> mm-hmm Keep uh, the magic alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Uh, Shane from Port Orange, Florida asks, uh, football season is, is starting. What should I drink while I watch football? It's a big question. Everything. Football. <laughs> um, 
Are you specifically looking at me for this one? Yeah. Hey, you, you watch football. I mean, I do watch football. My, I mean, my go-tos are like Miller High Life yeah. with uh, like a bourbon on the side. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I like I like drinking whiskey with football. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Nikki, you get, get some strong opinions here, I think. Yeah. I like a Miller Latte just because I feel Miller, like you're... Miller Latte. <laughs> Miller Latte. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just because, you know, you're watching football, it's going to be hours commitment, right? Well, like, and what the fuck well, is a Miller Latte? Oh, just a Miller, Miller Light. Just a fancy, <laughs> fancy way to say Miller Light. I thought I was missing out on some, like, weird You make a cocktail. coffee. And then, no. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I thought we were getting at. And I was not going to knock it until I tried Miller it. Latte. <laughs> but also, like, you don't want to drink something too heavy when yeah. you're into a game. Right. Because like then like adrenaline happens and you're not paying attention to how fast you're drinking and then all of a sudden it's like you're hammered and you're like that's why I like whiskey because so I can get nice and drunk <laughs> just keep just keep housing it <laughs> someone who watches other people watch football I prefer whiskey <laughs> okay see that's what I was gonna say typically when I'm on the sidelines I'm 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 drinking uh, I'm drinking something and reading a book. And then I'm like, woo! woo. If you can read under things, those conditions, so, that's, yeah. you know what? Whatever, whatever <laughs> oh, everybody else is drinking, I'll take it. Thank you very much. I'm just glad to be here. I hope there's snacks. Go sports. Go sports. Sports. Oh, we'll get you that sports T-shirt. Yeah. There's a great T-shirt that's like a generic, like go sports, move the thing to the other thing. I love that. Like, that's me. That's um, me. So I hope that helps. Whiskey and uh, Miller Lighter, Miller High Life, I think, is the uh, yep. consensus answer here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The champagne of beer. Man. I, I mean, I agree That's with right. that. And I I don't even watch sports. So. Nice. Nice. So we got some fun stuff upcoming. We're, uh, we have our Fantasy Spirits, speaking of football, uh, contest coming back soon. Uh, if John's man enough to face me. <laughs> oh, I bet. And then uh, pretty soon, Chai Spirits guys going international as we are uh, taking Ooh. a little trip to Europe. And we have some distilleries on the docket. So mm-hmm. we the- are, for the first time, going to international distilleries. Very I'm so exciting. jealous. <clears throat> which is really cool. So check us out on Instagram at Try Spirits, guys. Email us your great ideas, your praise for me, your scorn for John. Um, try Spirits, guys, at gmail.com. Any episode ideas you've got, we'd love to hear them. And uh, also check out the website, TrySpiritsGuys.com. You can get a link to our merch store and get one of the cool t-shirts that Nikki is getting today for Woo! being for attending yeah. our episode. <laughs> Do you have those quarter zips on there? No, so no. The, we, those were a special right. order. My bad. But I do have 50 other things <laughs> on Sucks that. to suck if 100,000 people are like, actually, I need that quarter zip. I bet we can get it back. Oh, we <laughs> can get more. <laughs> and uh, thanks so much for being here, guys. Nikki, thanks for being in your first episode ever. Absolutely. Heck yeah. Very cool. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll see everyone next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.